0: Once again, that's 25% off your test by going to trylgc.com potential using the promo code potential25. Take charge of your physical health and well-being and let's get checked. <laughs> potential. Podcast. Reviewing the latest in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more. This is Potential Picks. Hello, welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Taylor Sokol, and joined by my co-host and uh, fellow Elemental, Chris Stewart. Today's episode, we're reviewing the latest comedy, drama, film of Pixar, Elemental. Uh, this uh, was originally released in theaters in June. Um, and uh, unfortunately, just with scheduling, we weren't able to review it then. I was able to see it in theaters. Chris got to see it recently released on Disney Plus. So we both got a little bit of a different experience checking out this film. Both huge lovers of Pixar. We knew how to check this one out, and usually Pixar always knocks it out of the park. Uh, Chris, give us a brief synopsis of Elemental.
1: So Elemental has this unique world that's inhabited by anthropomorphic elements of nature so we have kind of this great big city and we have cloud people water people fire people and earth people and in this story we follow a fire element named ember and a water element named wade who meet and fall in love after wade is summoned by a plumbing accident at a convenience store owned by ember's father bernie um right away i love that a lot of the names in this are all like puns are like kind of like you know relate to the elements but yeah when the trailers came out i remember being like okay this is giving me a little bit of like zootopia meets inside out vibes in that we have these elements and clearly the elements have found a way to live in harmony but they're not supposed to mix they're not supposed to touch each other and of course a tale as old as time fire and water this is you know game of thrones come on fire and ice i mean we we know you know i think you as humans just kind of grow up thinking like oh if you know you pour water on fire it'll put it out and if you have too much fire not enough water the water's going to you know evaporate it's a very interesting idea to have this kind of rom-com in a way of these two mm-hmm. meeting in a strange sequence of events and then how they kind of slowly find a romance. And I thought it was really beautiful about that. This was one, yes, it was like right when it came out, I wanted to go see it in theaters. It just didn't work out. But again, we've been happy that the wait time to see films that come out is not very long. I mean, this came out in June, it's now September. So again, you're waiting three months for it to come on streaming. And that's great thing about Disney Plus is they've been really good about getting stuff on there right away. Yeah. But, you know, Pixar, when we reviewed Lightyear, you and I both were in the camp of we enjoyed it. Um, Yeah. You know, actually, the last few projects Pixar's done, I've enjoyed a lot of what they've been doing lately. Lightyear was weird. A lot of people were anti-Lightyear. Lightyear kind of bombed. It was kind of sad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All because maybe one gay kiss. Who gives a crap? You know, it's like, whatever. So for this to be our turn, this was a film that also um, just seeing the tracking. I love to follow box office trends. This one held on for a while. It didn't have a strong like opening, but it it lasted and it made quite a bit of money, um, which is good. So, but in terms of the characters and the art direction and just like the story, what did you think, Taylor? Because I mean, I think somebody Pixar does it very well. Is there's so much eye candy on the screen, and again, when they're creating a whole world where the elements are living like humans but of course their elements they really put the, the time and effort to make the small details really pop of like you know i i'm sure i could watch this again and see so many more signs and and different you know things in the shop and just on the streets that i didn't recognize the first time that are like oh my god that's so clever you know
0: well what i what i think um First of all, the marketing was very smart. We didn't really have a real trailer. We just kind of had a, like a hint of what the world was and what Pixar does very well. You hit it out, nail on the par- uh, hit it out of the park, nail on the head is they know how to really world build, uh, build, build the kind of the characters, the setting. I really, I, you know, again, I'm a big softie, but I got emotional watching this on so many different levels. I was amazed at what they kind of did with the store it is like a rom-com but it's not a straight-up romance it's very much like look who's coming to dinner dinner guess who kind of meet the parents but there's also this kind of beautiful immigrant story um and you know kind of coming to america or coming to a new country with your family and you have nothing and kind of being shunned and especially like where you know we have the fire people kind of live in these little bit of like kind of a slummy you know not really nice area and you've got you know, all these elements are the different races that don't really mix. And you really kind of see like how they kind of come together under these really big circumstances. And the idea that Ember is like this whole, like, you know, you're going to be like, you're going to do what I do. You're going to own this shop. You're going to have everything I want, but it's like, I don't want, I have to find my own path. I need to forge my own path. I have these talents. So I think that is amazing when a film can do that much in a span of under two hours. And I, I really, really love that. And, um, I um I think it's something, definitely a film I need to go back and watch again to really let it sink in. Because like you said, I think what kind of distracts a little bit is there's so much eye candy that sometimes you're kind of distracted a little bit, um, but it, this film did better than kind of Zootopia where I felt like I was a little more distracted by Zootopia of like that, you know, this had a lot of more of that heart that you want and you find in a Pixar film.
1: Well, I was going to say like they almost... Put so much on the screen, but we don't actually have a ton of time in the city. That in a way, it's almost like overwhelming. In that, when we are in the city, you're kind of looking around like, "Oh my god, that's so clever! It's a water door, or the, that's like you know an air tunnel, and oh, that's where the, you know, the Earth people do this." And and I I almost wonder if it worked a little better if they had more time in the city. But yeah, we exactly we spend a lot of time at the shop. Um, and they are living kind of like in a slums area, and like you know, they're happy with their shop. Like, you know, this this father and mother who you know moved from their homeland are happy with what they built. And of course, naturally, to like when my time comes to retire, you will take over the shop. And I really loved how much character they gave Ember and Wade because Ember is this really go getter girl but she has this really bad temper and she's always kind of just like, yeah, of course. Like, you know, she's very have to kind of surrender to her parents wishes. And then you got Wade who hilariously is so over the top sappy. The water people just cry the wa- at the the like, waterworks
0: are coming out. Our,
1: you know. <laughs> oh my gosh. The moment he was like, you know, he, 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 he ends up, you know, falling into the store at one point because the leak happens of this pipe. And she's like, Going on about this whole like, oh my God, the store is going to be and I'm not going to take it over. And he's like, that's so sad. And she turns around (laughs) and he's just literally crying and he cries throughout the whole movie. It's quite hilarious. But again, I found the beauty in like the moments where they can connect their elements, where they found this connection. And even like smart things were like, oh, duh, if she's fire, if she has like sand, she can melt it to the point that turning it into glass. And, you know, with water, there was a cool part where like and we'll give away what point of the movie, but he kind of lifts up his whole body and uses her fire to kind of like do like a magnifying glass reflection to burn something. There was just so many clever things like that that I'm like, that's where Pixar really has that magic is that they they really take the time to like think about these characters So even though maybe I wanted a little more of like the world, because when they first show you Elemental City, it's so like huge and you're just like, well, it's kind of like Zootopia. It was like so, so massive. But you, you walk away from this film, like you really have a sense of these characters, their journeys, their relationships, what they strive for. And it's also a very unique animation style. You know, Pixar has always kind of had, a style they kind of had the toy story bugs life monsters inc era incredibles kind of changed it up and then brave is a little more realistic you know we've had these eras of yeah. this
0: one i mean like just it's the like fire it's, people it, it, it it's blends cool. it blends you're right like almost like the grass people earth people are very it's like a whole different animation style for every kind of because um, like the elemental. fire
1: people almost looked a little like, 2D meets 3D in a weird yeah, way. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, it looks great. And then the water people, and I just love that. I love that they gave it variety. They didn't, like, try to stick to one thing. Now, a kind of cool fun fact, we love fun facts on the podcast. Yes, we do. Peter Stone, who, um he was the voice of Socks in Lightyear. He's worked for Pixar for numerous years. Um, He's also Emil and Ratatouille. He's been the voice of quite a few characters. He's also been on the production side for quite some time, and this is his... Um, I think he did The Good Dinosaur, so this is the second, like, main feature. Um, but I thought the direction was just very well handled. Like, it's very clever, it's very cute, it's a great story, and the animation is, is breathtaking. So, overall, I really enjoyed the film. The music was great. You got Thomas Newman, who, he's a go-to. I mean, he has been, I'd say, apart from Michael Giacchino, it's like, he's he's been one that I've followed for so long and he's done quite a bit of Pixar as well so I thought the movie was breathtaking I'm glad that it did well you know I I'm always shocked when a movie kind of just gets hate because of one little thing and I thought Lightyear was was wronged in a way so it's a good win for Pixar it definitely I think it's hard now too with there's so much coming out and there's other animation studios that are bringing quite a lot of stuff as well that like they're still trying to. Get a bounce back because we had the last few movies all mostly on streaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Luca came out on streaming. Turning Red was on streaming. Soul was on streaming. You know, we Lightyear was their first dab back in the theaters. It didn't work out so well. So I'm glad that Elemental found an audience. It stayed in theaters for quite some time, um, and now with so on streaming. So overall, for me, um, I'm going to give Elemental an eight point five out of ten. I really enjoyed this film. I would definitely rewatch it um, in a few years and really look for those further details. And I actually wouldn't mind if maybe down the road Elemental gets a sequel because they hinted at, you know, some areas like where the Firelands were. There's probably so much other cool stuff in the world that it'd be kind of neat to see where Ember and Wade end up in the future.
0: Exactly. I'm going to give it 8.5 out of 10. Uh, definitely worth the watch. If you haven't seen it already, go check out Elemental, streaming exclusively on Disney+. And that was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to The
1: Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast
0: or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email The Potential Podcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum.
1: And remember, know Know your your potential. potential.